This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Coming up on 5-Minute News. Biden recognizes atrocities against Armenians as genocide. Indonesian Navy declares lost sub with 53 aboard. And India virus patients suffocate amid oxygen shortage. It's Sunday, April 25. I'm Anthony Davis. The systematic killing and deportation of more than a million Armenians by Ottoman Empire forces in the early 20th century was genocide, the United States formally declared on Saturday, as President Joe Biden used that precise word after the White House had avoided it for decades for fear of alienating allied Turkey. Turkey reacted with the foreign minister saying his country will not be given lessons on our history from anyone. A grateful Armenia said it appreciated Biden's principled position as a step toward the restoration of truth and historical justice. Biden was following through on a campaign promise he made a year ago, the annual commemoration of Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day, to recognize that the events that began in 1915 were a deliberate effort to wipe out Armenians. While previous presidents have offered sombre reflections of the dark moment in history, they have studiously avoided using the term genocide out of concern that it would complicate relations with Turkey, a NATO ally and important power in the Middle East. But Biden campaigned on a promise to make human rights a central guidepost of his foreign policy. He argued last year that failing to call the atrocities against the Armenian people a genocide would pave the way for future mass atrocities. An estimated 2 million Armenians were deported, 1.5 million of whom were killed in the events known as Metsyegern. Indonesia's navy on Saturday declared its missing submarine had sunk and cracked open after finding items from the vessel over the past two days, apparently ending hope of finding any of the 53 crew members alive. Military chief Hadi Jarjanto said the presence of an oil slick as well as debris near the site where the submarine last dove on Wednesday off the island of Bali were clear proof that the KRI Nangala 402 had sunk. Indonesian officials earlier considered the vessel to be only missing, but said the submarine's oxygen supply would have run out early on Saturday. Navy Chief of Staff Admiral Yudo Margoni said at a press conference in Bali, if it's an explosion, it will be in pieces. The cracks happened gradually in some parts when it went from 3 to 4 to 500 metres. If there was an explosion, it would be heard by the sonar. The Navy previously said it believes the submarine sank to a depth of six to 700 metres, much deeper than its collapse depth of 200 metres, at which point water pressure would be greater than the hull could withstand. 
The cause of the disappearance was still uncertain. The Navy had previously said an electrical failure could have left the submarine unable to execute emergency procedures to resurface. The German-built diesel-powered submarine had been in service in Indonesia since 1981 and was carrying 49 crew members and three gunners, as well as its commander, the Indonesian Defence Ministry said. Indian authorities scrambled on Saturday to get oxygen tanks to hospitals where COVID-19 patients were suffocating amid the world's worst coronavirus surge as the government came under increasing criticism for what doctors said was its negligence in the face of a foreseeable public health disaster. For the third day in a row, India set a global daily record of new infections. The 346,786 confirmed cases over the past day brought India's total to more than 16 million, behind only the United States. Experts say even those figures are likely an undercount. The government ramped up its efforts to get medical oxygen to hospitals using special oxygen express trains, air force planes and trucks to transport tankers and took measures to exempt critical oxygen supplies from customs taxes. But the crisis in the country of nearly 1.4 billion people was only deepening as overburdened hospitals shut admissions and ran out of beds and oxygen supplies. India's infection surge, blamed on a highly contagious variant, came after Prime Minister Narendra Modi declared victory over the coronavirus in January, telling the virtual gathering of the World Economic Forum that India's success couldn't be compared with anywhere else. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.